Yo, welcome to episode 10 of the Christian Devion podcast, man. Um, 10, man, crazy. We Week 10 is what's today, December 13th. I can't remember my first episode, the date, but had to be in October. So, man, we almost three months into this, right? But first double digit, first double digit, uh, Episode and what we got? What is it? What's the number? 10 minus 99. 89. 89 to go. 88 88 to go after this. We'll see how this goes. That's going to be like a year. Year and a half. To take to get to 100. And I appreciate everybody listening right now. If you're listening right now, you're a day uno. On a Christian Devillian podcast. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm going to try to cut this intro real short, you know, because I'll be, sometimes I'll be rambling in the beginning. Follow me everywhere if you're listening. Follow me everywhere at CLUXM. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. C-L-E-W-X-M. Again, stream my songs, facts, and score. They on all DS. DSPs, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Tidal, Google Play, Bandcamp. Just search Christian Delvion, Facts, Score, or Love Me, Airplane Mode, Rich. What else I got? Soon, soon to be a new song coming. New song on the way. But yeah, stream everything. Or you know, you could you could buy it. if you really fuck with me, you can buy the Buy the um, singles on Bandcamp, on my Bandcamp, or iTunes. You know what I'm saying? Um, really appreciate that, but I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Today we're going we gonna to talk music a little bit. Not much on the music news. We're going to recap Raising Canaan. We're going to talk the in-season tournament finals game. We're going to talk a little bit of NFL. And... Um, the Heisman winner, Jay Daniels. Man, it's sad. We ain't have much college football. So, man, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, bro, it's crazy this podcast really started right when everything was starting, NFL, and, and that's why I really did it, because I knew it was a good time um, for the things that I like to talk about. They were both starting, so NFL and college. So, man, we got to get into this. So Nicki Minaj dropped the album Pink Friday 2 on Friday. I listened to it one time all the way through. It's a good album. I do like Queen better. I like her last project better. But she rapping on here. She talking her talk on here. Um, she really do the commercial. Nobody does the commercial rap and actually bar you up the way Nicki does. Nobody has, and nobody's really coming close as far as what she does. Like, she really does have a lane. When I listen to all the female rappers, like, they all have a a lane. If you really pay attention to how, you know, and women, um, how women rap. And um, she really bars people up. She really do. And, um... Like, she's real clever with her wordplay. Like, she's a rapper. Like, Nicki Minaj is a rapper. 
and then everything after that sauce songwriter hit maker but first thing first she she gonna rap first thing first i'll eat your brain go ahead but um yeah i really liked it i really liked the album i'm gonna have to listen to it some more um favorite songs on there was that r&b song with lil wayne love that record like and then Nicki hendrix with future on there she also got a song with j cole on there i really fuck with the drake song was cool and yeah i liked how the album ended too it's a good album pink friday too is good the only bone i got to pick is she she marketed this she ain't really marketed like this but she said it a couple weeks ago saying this is supposed to be the best rap album of all time and it's just like come on it's not even your best album you know what I'm saying? I really think Queen is better than this. So, you know, you ain't have to say that. It's just like when Yachty said, oh, Drake's best verse is on the album. And it's like, we never, like, we was waiting on that verse and it never happened. And then he dropped Scary Hours afterwards. And it's like, oh, like, none, all these verses are way better than the verses that he had dropped on the original album so what was what was yachty talking about and then yacht now yachty talking all this creative ain't nobody creative in music stuff and it's like okay all right you done had conversation with cole you've been working with drake you you you, you know time to time to simmer down man time to sim- simmer down you know what i mean you he is creative he do do different stuff he do be experimenting in his own way but put it out put the music out you you are artist you are artist if you a mainstream artist right now you shouldn't be complaining about mainstream artistry at all you are there you are in position you got eyes on you you got the distribution and you got the connections the biggest artists in the world you're working with them do something about it don't just talk about what other artists are doing and nobody's doing this, nobody, including you, nigga. Because if you are doing it, you ain't doing it well enough for everybody to really care about it. So, like, it's just, it's too much talking. Ain't ain't nothing wrong with talking. Ain't nothing wrong with talking. It's when the bodies of work don't show that. Like, if you're going to tell me you're going to score 30, score 30. It, or damn near get close. Don't tell me you're going to score 30 and then score 15 and then run off run off after the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. Don't do that. It's a lot of that going on. It's a lot of that going on. Somebody who don't do that, somebody that tell you he going to score 50 and score 70 is everybody's least favorite rapper. Probably not, but it seems like that sometimes. Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign about to drop this Friday. And yeah, I'm excited. I didn't get Donda 2 because I didn't get the stem player. And so I really don't even know how that album is reviewed. Donda is one of my favorite albums that has released since its release. I love that project. Life of Pablo, love it. Um, Trying to think. He had those Christian albums. That one Christian album. I really liked it. I fucked with it. 
Um, yeah, man, Kanye is one of them. He's my favorite discography artist, probably of all time. Definitely in rap. So whenever he drops an album, yeah, I'm excited. All the features on there. Kodak, Chris Brown, Baby. It's off the top of my head, so I know I'm going to miss people. He always got a lot of people on there. Of course, Ty Dollar. Um, Northwest got a got a song or a verse. I don't know. And they did a listening session. I missed it, but I ain't really listening to too many other snippets other than the ones that I've already heard. I ain't listened to the listening session or watch it. So, But, um, yeah, man, I'm excited. Two days. We get some we get some yay music. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit. It's a nice little December. Artists dropping in December. Something that they the industry try to say you can't do, you shouldn't do. Biggest artists in the world is doing it. So yeah, Kanye West, Vultures, Ty Dolla Sign this Friday. Man, we already know what's gonna happen. Here on the Christian That We On podcast, we're gonna review that. And depending on how much I'm into the album, I'll do a rating. You know what I'm saying? I'll go song by song. I know he's gonna have hell. I think the track list is out. He got a lot of songs. So we'll see. We'll see how. If I'm really fucking with the album, I'll do the review like that. Alright man, now I'm about to uh recap this Raising Canaan, episode two, season three. Spoiler alert, if you watch Raising Canaan or you plan on watching Raising Canaan, skip five minutes, five to ten minutes. Cause yeah, I'm about to get into details. Not too many details, but I'm about to tell you what happened. I'm about to tell you what happened. That that's basically what I'm about to do. I'm about to tell you what happened. You know what I'm saying? And, and then I'll kind of think about what, what what's next, right? So, all right, the, the episode finally starts off with Unique. Unique and Rock, they've been kicking it for two weeks or whatever, this, that, and the third. third. Unique finds out that Rock and Kanan having issues. This might play an uh, important part in the future. It has to. Watching TV shows, whatever information they give you, usually is not something that they're not going to use. You only got an hour of television, an episode, right? They not wasting time with words at all. So her telling him this about Kanan, her and Kanan having issues, and him not knowing about it means he's gonna use it. It's gonna play in, play. It's gonna it's gonna be a, a factor in some way, rather as big or small. Just remember that this happened, you know. Um, they get kidnapped by uh, what Stefano and his 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 niggas or whatever the Italians. Um, basically, you know, Rock been trying to leave, but you know the game not gonna let her leave. Not this easy, right? Um, and Stefano tells Rock basically, um, you got to kill Sal, who's supposed to be his, you know, supposed to be uh. Who he worked with from Jersey, another Italian family, right? Instead of him doing it, he need Rock to do it to keep his hands clean, right? 
Um, he basically tells Rock, you don't do it, we gonna kill your family. So Rock's like, well, guess I got to kill this nigga Sal, right? Um, so yeah, and he, he know, he meets Unique, and he make fun of Unique's name, call him a whole bunch of shit, um, whole bunch of shit. I really enjoy TV. I don't know why I enjoy TV. I do. I love story and visual storytelling and audio storytelling um and what you can do with tv and i love movies as well but tv tv is just so drawn out right like you 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 raising cane and this might be what the third year that it's came out so you you able to watch a show and sit with a character and and um how unique how you think about unique right now is not how you thought about him season one episode one it's not same thing with marvin same thing with lou same thing with kanan maybe maybe not you know what i'm saying you it, you grow with these characters and it's it's like when you watch a character when a character dies this deep into this deep into uh, the series you really feel the loss because to you they've been alive for three years almost right you know what i'm saying so things you could do with tv is crazy i don't know why i went off on that tangent but small little things like stefano calling unique talking about his name and uh mocking him calling him and and you big whatever word he used <laughs> i can't think of it he called he called him a whole bunch of words um with the with the letter U, starting with the letter U, I'm really having a goddamn blank. That's that's really gonna piss me off when I re-listen to this shit. And ubiguous, and and I forget what he said. Anywho, later on in the episode, he ends up calling him unique after they had a short conversation. He you seen the respect turn on towards the end of the conversation when unique steps to Stefano later on. He stops calling him these other words starting with the letter U and finally calls him unique. And it's like that storytelling subtly because you can see by the end of this episode, you see unique and Stefano now have a respectful um, relationship. And it started off very disrespectful. Right. So I just found that funny something that I wanted to point out. Lou is in the club with Marvin, and Lou is still a mess. Marvin is like, it's crazy how, again, the way you feel about both of these characters, totally different, right? In the beginning, Marvin was, like, you worry about Marvin. Now you don't really worry about Marvin, and you worry about Lou, right? He's really still lost, man. He don't really have much purpose at the moment. Howard gives the speech at Burke's funeral. After he kills her. Nobody knows, of course. This is the same thing that Tariq did after he killed his pops. In the power universe, they do parallel stuff like this all the time. It's real funny. Like, it's just real funny. It's the exact same thing Tariq did. He gave a speech about his dead dad, right? And the feelings be sincere, but he the one, he's the reason why he in the ground right now. How is the reason why Burke's in the ground right now? And he's giving a sincere 
he talks about how frustrated she was to work with, but how she made him a better cop. Both things are true. But saying, and then what did he say? He was like, if she didn't, if she knew how important she was, da da da, da she'd still be here right now. Mm. I wonder if that's still true. If she knew how important she was, would she shut her mouth? No, I don't think so. So, that's just real funny. Um, Burke's ex-girl is the only one that doesn't think it was a suicide. Which means she's going to be annoying. Which means Howard might also have to kill her, get rid of her, or do something. She's going to play a part in the series going forward this season. Right? Now, Cannon... Still trying to get some money. Might might have found a way to transport, you know, his work. His new neighbor got a courier business. So, seems like he's going to use, and I think he did. He brought it to him later in the episode um, of, of using a courier system. I forget his name, his neighbor's name. He has a courier system. Um, He'll use that to transport the drugs and he'll pay the drivers or whatever, the, the riders. They on bikes and such. They door dashing. Whatever the fuck they deliver. Yeah. Anyway. Juke got presented with the opportunity by her dad. Was her her, her ex-girlfriend's name, Nicole? Her dad came over to Marvin's house. They chopping it up. Funny, she was talking. Funny, Nicole's dad was like, yeah, they got a tape of them singing. Marvin is like, Oh, no, I haven't seen that tape. Yeah, nigga, you stepped on it. This back when nobody liked Marvin. He stepped on the tape. Remember, he he stepped on the tape. That's the tape that Nicole's daddy's talking about that he didn't see. Oh, yeah, you seen it, nigga. You stomped that shit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Um, so she, eventually, she, she initially said that she's done singing, so she ain't going to do She. She alluded to not doing the audition, but later on she goes to Lou and asks him for help, and he apologizes and such. Um, so we know Jukebox ends up being um, 12. She ends up being a police, so we just don't know how she's going to get there, and we'll see how this audition plays in a part. It seems like she's going to go for it. Um, man. Unique's brother, Ronnie, he ain't want no hoes in the club. He the first nigga, and he said this shit. He said, I'm different. Yeah, you is. You the first nigga coming out of jail for three years or whatever who didn't want no hoes. Was disgusted with her, let alone want her. Yeah, that nigga. Yeah. Keep your eye on him. They gonna they gonna unravel what he gonna be on soon. But he about to look like he about to turn up. The FBI warned Sal about his assassination, which brought brings two things, right? The FBI warning Sal about his assassination at this moment means uh, one, we see Sal Now he knows somebody's coming for him And what is he doing about it It's almost like he's just like okay with it His son's dead It's just like he's okay with it 
because he doesn't do anything. He talks to his wife about shit. You could tell it's almost like his last words or whatever. It's real interesting. That's one. And then two, the FBI know information about Stefano or Rock, which means they got a bug planet or, or, or somebody is not who they really are around one of the two and it's probably stefano i want to say um so you know we know how this episode ends if you watched it but keep that in mind also the fbi is snooping and they real close to stefano or rock we know this for sure now right lou wouldn't help marvin kill sal so and this is how the episode ends Marvin gets real close after the baby christening um, right outside the church, kills Sal. Who knows how he gets away? I mean, he's close. Like, he's nothing but a two, two feet away from Sal. And they, you know, they should have got him. But, you know, it's power, so he got away. You know what I mean? Um, shit's crazy. But, yeah, man, those are my takeaways, man, like, the FBI real close. Somebody gonna go to jail or somebody else. Somebody gonna go. Somebody gonna turn. Somebody gonna be a snitch. You know how this shit work in power. Um, Cannon gonna get that work together. Will Jukebox help Lou pull himself out of the depression he in? But will the audition bring her deeper into her depression? Um... And how will Rock get out the game? And don't look like she it look like she having fun again. She getting her hair done while somebody doing some her dirty work. Look like she back at home. I don't know. Look, man, Raising Canaan, episode two, season three. That's my recap for the week. Alright, man. Let's get into sports. Alright. Let's start with the end season tournament. So the Lakers won a tournament. Wasn't really a close game against the Pacers. Um, Anthony Davis played like Anthony Davis should play in the majority of his games. Um, but if he plays like this when it matters most, I'm cool with that, right? This is the Pacers. They didn't have any answer for AD. I forget, he had like 40 and 20 and 5. Austin Reeves had like 20. LeBron might have had like 22, something like that. Um, D'Lo had some very clutch buckets in the fourth. It was kind of close in the fourth quarter, I'm pretty sure, actually. They, they, it was, it was, it was, there was some separation, I think, early in the game. And then the Pacers did make it a game. Now I'm thinking about it, yeah. Pacers made it a game. It was days ago. So, but the Lakers closed the deal. Um, they play like the way they've been playing. I mean, they can give anybody hell in a playoff series for sure. LeBron wins the in-season tournament MVP. Not the game MVP, the tournament MVP. You know. For all those people that hate LeBron so bad, like I said, I made a video about if the Lakers won um, and if they lost, 
how people will react. And I said uh, last week, I said, if LeBron wins, people will be like, well, nobody cared about it anyway. So it don't matter. But if he lost, people would be like, how can you be the GOAT if you lost to the Pacers in a game like this? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not necessarily what I'm saying. But what I'm seeing is first the initial, how could Anthony Davis not win the MVP? Well, because it's in-season tournament MVP, not just the game. And Anthony Davis was the best player in that game. LeBron James was the best player in the in-season tournament. Just was. On his team and pretty much everybody else's team. That's just the truth. You know, there was it was he dominated most of the tournament. AD didn't play like that until just then. He had great games. He had very good games. But LeBron is why they got there, right? And then there's people talking about uh, Kobe and Michael Jordan wouldn't care about this. It's like, bro, like, like, bro, y'all really like. Like, people really do not like LeBron. Like, it just don't even make sense why. Because y'all just stop making sense. So, Michael Jordan. Like, the in-season tournament. The only games that didn't matter to your regular season record were, was the final game and the game before that. So, the semifinal. Every other game was a game that mattered to your regular season record that still counts towards the playoffs. So so I'm pretty sure Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, who talk about competing all 82 games, who talk about Kobe talking about putting on a show for somebody who spent their hard-earned money to come see them play, see him play, he's going to he's going to play his, to his best ability for that person. They, they're going to do the same thing in an in-season tournament. We're talking about last dance Michael Jordan. I forget what little bullshit game they was playing in one of those episodes, but he was playing one of his security in, like, coin flipping or something. Taking it serious before or after a fucking sporting event. Like, what do y'all mean? You put a trophy in one of these niggas' faces and say, hey, whoever wins gets this. You think Michael Jordan, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. The finals matter more, so no, I'm not going to. Yeah, y'all can have it, Pacers. You can have it, Halliburton. Go ahead. You go ahead and win it. I'm on the same court as you, but I'm going to let you win. Like, bro, come on, bro. Come on. Come on. Y'all got to stop with that hate, bro. I got to stop with that hate. But I know y'all not. So it's going to make making the content more interesting. So I do appreciate y'all. But it don't make no sense. It don't. Uh, and Draymond Green, by the way, slapped Nurkic, Nurkic the other day. Uh, and he's just been suspended indefinitely. That news just dropped a few minutes ago. And I think John Morant is going to play next week. So it's pretty much my NBA for the week. NFL. Pat Mahomes throwing a tantrum at the end of the game, right? At the end of the game, because, what was it? What is his name? Tony? Tory? One of them receivers that ain't good. Um, 
<laughs> was offsides. And Pat Mahomes mad the ref called it. You should be mad at your receiver. Don't be mad at the ref. Be mad at your receiver for being offsides. If you ain't going to catch the ball, if you ain't going to get open, for damn, God damn it, line up on fucking side. Don't be mad at the ref. Like, dead ass. Don't be mad at the ref. You can't motherfucking catch the ball. You can't get goddamn open. You can't make a play. So you, why you can't line up on side? Why you can't? What's so hard about that? It's moments like this that make it seem like it's very hard to see this Chiefs team, this, this one, this current one, winning a championship this year. And that's okay. They could lose this year. They could not make it to the Super Bowl this year. And win another one soon. It's all right. It's hard to do. It's hard to go back-to-back. -back. It's not looking like a back-to-back -back team. Not at all. Not at all. It's not. It's not. And, and Pat Mahomes is starting, and you're starting to see that by the way he's reacting to a call like this. Because he knows... We should not be losing to the Bills. We damn sure shouldn't have lost to the Packers. We damn sure shouldn't be losing to the Bills. But that's how close the AFC is right now. You know, could lose to the Bills. And Bills are supposed to be a very good team. They were underachieving for a few few weeks. So, you know. Yeah, man. He ain't have to he ain't have to do all that. He ain't have to say what he said. To Josh Allen at the end of the game. Bro, you lost. Your team's not as good as it used to be. It is what it is. Y'all will fix it eventually. If not this year, eventually. Y'all will fix it. Right? And again, who played? Army played the other day? College football last week? I think next year I'm going to cover FCS too. Because they be having playoffs and they playoffs be lit. I'm going to do that next year. Why not? More football. Jay Daniels wins the Heisman. Not really not really uh, surprising. I figure it's between him and Michael Penix. And Michael Penix had a stretch there where he wasn't looking Heisman-like for a couple weeks right after he beat Oregon. I think Jay, Jay, Jay Daniels deserves the Heisman Trophy. Um, what a year in college football, though. Um, uh, uh, Florida State has, they're suing the NCAA about not getting to the playoffs. Like, ain't none of them talking about Georgia. None of them are talking about Georgia. None of them. The real thing to do is look, yeah, you know what? We didn't make it. You know what? And it sucks. It sucks. We can't control our quarterback got hurt. We can't control our strength to schedule. Really, you can't control your QB got hurt. That's the only reason why you're not in the top four. But you know what? We deserve to get in. And we're going to show y'all that we deserve to get in by beating a team who also kind of deserves to get in too. By beating a team that had they won their game, we more than likely would have been in and we probably would have played them. 
So we're going to show y'all what we would have did in the first round. Had they not lost, had we got in. The coach isn't saying that. Nobody's saying that. Everybody's talking about how they shoulda, 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 shoulda. And what I'm hearing is insecurity. What I'm hearing is you wanted that participation trophy just for you to get beat by 30. Because that's that's what it seems like is about to happen. I know what Coach Kirby Smart doing right now. They getting ready for Florida State. They ain't fucking suing the, the NCAA. You want to know why? Because they just won a championship the, last year. They won it the year before. They were close the year before that. They'll probably be close to it next year and the year after that. Why? Because they build in consistency. And when you build consistency, you can say, you know what? Fine. You got us this year. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We get to see most of y'all motherfuckers again next week. This shit really like, God damn, stop fucking crying, bro. You got a football game in two weeks. Get ready for that and show us. I guarantee you Florida State going to get their ass beat. They worried about a fucking playoff that they, they not playing in. I ain't even, I wasn't even expecting a rant, but I just, like, how do you, how do you even, how? Like, how, how and why? How and why? This is not how you lead a team. This is not how you do it. You say, no, fuck it. We ain't make it. Guess what? It's going to be 12 teams next year. I guarantee you we'll be one of those 12 teams. And next year we'll show y'all motherfuckers y'all had it wrong the year before. It's life, bro. Shit is not fair. COVID happened too. What can those people do that COVID affected? People can't do shit about it. It happened. Life happens. How you react to it is what... What shows people who you are. Oh, you one of the top four teams? Guess what? You got an opportunity to show us in two weeks. And it don't seem like y'all ready. It don't seem like y'all even want to be ready. Which tells me you're not one of the top four teams. Alright. I'm, I'm going to stop. Because I could keep going. And I'm trying to close out this episode. <laughs> Football, man. Sports, man. Sports. makes us go crazy sometimes it's gonna be crazy bowl season right crazy playoffs crazy end of the year we're gonna do an end of the year wrap up next pod i'll probably wrap up my favorite movies my favorite music i ain't watched too many tv shows i'm gonna be honest i guess the strike kind of made that be the reason but definitely albums um the movies that i did watch I'll probably add on some Christmas shit. My favorite Christmas movie, something like that. Uh, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Yeah, and it's probably going to be one more episode for the year, too. So, man. Again, follow me if you're listening to this. Follow me at C-L-E-W-X-M on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. That's C-L-E-W-X-M. I'll be looking at the analytics. Somebody in Spain listening. Like, for real, follow me. I want to know who you is, what you be up to. For real. There's people in Jersey that be listening. Makes sense. Tennessee, Georgia, New York, uh, Ohio, Florida. Shout out to everybody, bro. Facts, score on all DSPs, Apple Music, everything. Deezer, 
all that check my check my stuff out christian delion everywhere i appreciate y'all for listening man